Don't be ashamed, stand strong in the pain, follow your heart, trust God. Episode number 42. My name's Chris. And my name's Joe Brooding. And we are the two co-hosts here, and we are stoked to be here for episode 42 in November. And we just want to welcome our very special guest, Tyler Collins, out there in America in the wee hours of the morning, Dallas, <laughs> Fort Worth. How you going, Tyler? Oh, I'm going great. I'm going great. Awesome. Hey, so a little intro to Tyler before we get into questions. So Tyler just released an album uh, this year under the title of Bear Hearts. And maybe some of you listening uh, are familiar with the band that Tyler is in, least of these. Both Joe and I are huge fans. So Tyler, it's a huge, it's a huge privilege to have you on the podcast, quite honestly, man. And we're really looking forward to We've been looking forward to this episode for, for a while. Well, I'm happy to be here. I mean, it's a privilege for me to even be on your podcast. So thank you for having me. Awesome, bro. It's our pleasure, man. Hey, so maybe you can tell us a little bit about uh, Bear Heart. So it's it's a solo project um, and it's you've released a, an album in 2020 and for a little while now. Um, just wondering what was the, the catalyst for you in starting this this new project and something a little bit different from least of these, a little bit mellower, a little bit, little bit softer, a different outlet. How did it sort of come about? So I, back in 2016, I had like, I'd stepped away from Lisa Lee's for a little while. And in that time, I wasn't really focused on music, wasn't really doing anything. But some things happened in my life that we'll talk about later. I started writing again in a very unexpected way. Um, and the songs that were, the songs that I was writing weren't anything close to what Lisa these was really doing. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, well... These songs are really different, and I've always, I've always written acoustic songs on the side or whatever. These had like a way different feel than anything I'd written before. So I was like, oh well, maybe I should do something with these. And so I workshopped them. I would play them at different coffee shops. I would show them to my like show them to my friends, and mm. just kind of like, hey, do you think these songs are even worth recording? Yeah. And so we recorded them. We messed like we played with them for a little bit. And the name Bearheart just kind of came to me at a festival one year. And I was like, oh, I guess I have a solo project. <laughs> and, and, and so, like, I recorded, I recorded those songs with some friends. And they, they really helped out with, like, the post-production and stuff. And it became what it was. Very cool. Very cool. If you were to sort of put yourself into a sounds like or influences or for people who aren't familiar with Bear Heart, you know, what would you say you draw your influences from? I get my influences from Dallas Green, um, his 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 solo project, um, City in Color, uh, a little bit of Noah Gunderson, some of Dustin Kinsrew, which he's the singer of Thrice. So yes, acoustic stuff. And then I try to I try to mix in some like blues and um, like soul just like in my in my vocal melody 
aspects of things. Not so much my guitar playing because I'm not that good. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of that's kind of like the the recipe that I'm trying to work with as far as um, like my inspirations for Bearheart. What what would you say the genre is, or do is it not? Can you not really classify it as a genre? <laughs> um, my my friends have have called it acoustic emo. <laughs> so. Uh, my my buddy my buddy Josh Clifton, who will who we will talk about later with Honey Gold Records, okay. um, he he called it the best uh, sad songs that he's ever heard. Lovely. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess it, it's acoustic emo music. Yeah, I'm I'm paving I'm paving the way, guys. I'm doing Do it. <laughs> yeah, you're you're the first. You're the trendsetter. Okay, you guys heard it here first on the eclectic. Okay. Yes. It's it started yeah. here. This is where the history starts. Yes. So I guess our next question is to do with our sort of current COVID situation and how you have been sort of working to record music or not record music. Like, how has the American COVID situation been for you? It's, it's been like, honestly, it's been really tough. Cause like the first, like the first couple of months when, you know, we were all in it globally, it's like, <laughs> okay, like it, there, there, there felt, it felt like there's this kind of like, we're going to, you know, if everybody else is starting to come out of this, then, you know, we're going to come out of this in the States. And yeah. so there was that like kind of glimmer of hope, but like it, like the more that it's, it's trudged on, it's just been really difficult to like continue to sit in the feelings of isolation or just like like oh well here's another day of having to wear masks and i can't go certain places and i can't go so like my whole routine is completely thrown off and a part of my routine would be sitting in like on a saturday and just kind of like writing whatever i feel because that's how I write. And so when you when you feel stuck, it's hard to write different songs that aren't about being stuck. I think I've written, <laughs> I think I've written the same song like five or six times, but wow. with like different melodies. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's like like for me being a feeler and being a yeah, just just really like an emotional person anyway, and writing out of that, it's like I've I've felt one emotion, and and it's it's just it's it's exactly that it's that stuck it's that like and that's all I can really focus on because the whole rest of my life is kind of still thrown off a bit. Um, is music your music's obviously not your full time job, so has your other work been affected by it as well? Oh yeah, yeah. Like I'm a I'm a special education teacher so cool. we're, we're we're constantly like have to wear the masks have to right. like keep our space from everybody if i work with a if i if i'm working one-on-one -on -one with a student it's got to be for a certain time and then i have to like it's it's a whole mess and tyler are you i've seen on facebook that are you studying some some studies too or looking to start some counseling studies or making applications or yeah yeah so i'm um I'm looking to start. I mean, I wouldn't start yet, but okay. um, the goal—a goal of mine—has always been to pursue 
um, biblical counseling. Oh, wow. Awesome. So uh, I'm looking into a couple of different seminaries to like eventually start that journey of my life. But I'm not I'm not quite right there yet. Hey, so going going back to Bear Heart, and you mentioned your your friend there and uh, Honey Gold Records. Can you can you tell us? Because to be honest, I've, it's not a, a record mm. label that I was familiar with. Um, I've never heard before of it seeing, Before seeing you, but also seeing um, I'm friends with Eric Knighton from oh, yeah. uh, Brave Days. Yeah, so I've yeah. seen I've seen uh, their sign to it too. But yeah, can you tell us about a little bit about the record label? How you got signed? What their sort of ethos is? You know, anything? Yeah, you want? Yeah. So um, so Honey Gold Records started with. Um, just some friends of mine, Josh Clifton, Johnny Gore, um, Eric Jones and Kalen Orr. um, all like Johnny and I are in least of these together. Yeah. Um, yeah of course. And Johnny has his, Johnny has his other project words. Yes. You should go check out cause they're super good. Yeah. So just, just, just a bunch of different bands. Um, oh, Josh's band Raven Hill. These, okay. like, these guys kind of came together. And they're like, you know what? We need to start like we need to start a record label, and we need to put out music that we want to put out. Like, mm-hmm. it so it kind of started as like a DIY kind of like, let's put music out that we like, let's push music that we want to push, and just give give that opportunity for our friends like me. I get to <laughs> from this support their art and like go out and like because josh like raven the raven hill guys when we're not in a global pandemic um <laughs> they they tour quite often so nice. it was it was kind of like a wherever wherever they go sometimes i'll go with them and i'll like fill in for them but i'll also like open up for them and play like my bare heart stuff so awesome. um so it's 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 kind of great getting to be like a utility player like last yes. summer Last summer we played audio feed and yeah. I filled in I filled in on guitar for Ravenhill, mm-hmm. filled in on guitar for words, and I played some of my Bearheart stuff on the side. So it was like that, that sounds that, awesome. That, that's what I that's what I want my summers to be like. Like let's, <laughs> yeah. go, let's go do all the crazy things and I'll make everybody sad first. Yeah, and it sounds pretty cool even to have like uh, as a you know operating solo in Bearheart to even have something of a community, a collective to be a part exactly. of. Exactly. Yeah, and that's that's exactly like its its genesis was like a as a community aspect. Like, mm-hmm. let's come together, let's do music together, let's find music that we like together and support it.
the lyrics to that came to be because it's quite an intimate track and we'd love to hear yeah if you're comfortable sharing um, oh yeah how it came to be this gets this gets into what i mentioned earlier i wasn't i wasn't writing anything when i was away from least of these i was i was married at the time like there's this one sunday at church um there's this acoustic guitar that my worship pastor was like about to throw away because it was all beat up it was broken um, some of the tuning pegs were missing or whatever. And he was like, Hey, if anybody doesn't want this, then I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna trash it. I was like, well, I'll take it. Cause I didn't really have an acoustic guitar at the time. So I was like, sure, I'll take it. And so I went home that Sunday and just started playing. And honestly, it was the first time that I'd played in about like a year. Wow. Um, that I, that I really sat down and just like, let something flow and so the chord progression started to come and i was like okay this is pretty you know this is pretty cool and then i just started humming along and then the words started to come out and what and what i love about rain is that i thought that i was just writing a song about like my struggles with depression um my struggles just with mental health and things like that and that's that chorus uh, like, like, why does it rain in my room? But the verses were really what even confused me when I first wrote them. Because so I was like, you know, everything in my marriage is going fine. Like, we're, we're finally in what I would say was a good place. Why am I talking, like, why am I talking about her in this song as well? Like, I, I didn't even understand. And then, so I recorded it on my phone, like the whole voice memo thing. And then a few days later my wife actually kicked me out of the apartment and we separated and that was the beginning of our um of of the end of our marriage so once all of that started to happen then rain even made sense to me this is what i was writing so it was kind of it was kind of like one of those really intense god moments like holy spirit like I'm preparing you for this, is what it felt like. It was a tough situation, don't get me wrong, but knowing that God was like giving music back to me, because that was a huge reason why I left, that was the reason why I left Least of These was because my wife and I were really struggling at the time and I needed to get a job, I needed um, to show her that that I was gonna be like supportive and be like, do what I need to to provide and everything. So that's that was why I left Least of These. Rain was the first song that I wrote for Bearheart, and I didn't even realize what I was doing at the time. I just, I just thought I was writing my emotions, but it turns out that God was giving it back to me. I was like, oh hey, this is about to happen. I gotta say, it's probably my favorite song on that album. Yeah, as nice. as as it is as it is for me, that was my favorite. That was my favorite track um, from yeah. from the album. And even, even I'm not sure because I'm, I'm a drummer. I think you can see some gear in the background. <laughs> a little play, bit, yeah. Yeah, I can play keys too. But I was just is in, in the chorus. There's is it like a, is it when you, is it tremolo guitar or is that really high? It's like very high. It just it's very emotive sort of feel to it in in rain in the chorus in the background. It's a little it's a little tremolo with some like really laid in reverb. Hey Tyler, just just wondering too. You know, um, you said that as a as a person, as a writer, as a lyricist, um, I know you like to write poetry and things like that. It's I guess part and part and 
part of the course of being a musician and a lyricist too. Um, you know, uh, and being an emotional person and probably having a natural bent towards that. Um, have I recognize that um, Bear Heart is a quite a new project, but um, yeah. we're all thrice we're all thrice fans here. So yeah, you know, Dustin Dustin Kensrue's lyric that you know every scar is a bridge to someone's broken heart from yeah. for miles from Visu. Um, yeah. Just wondering, you know, have you had an opportunity to see the music connect with other people to be even uh, a bridge towards? Uh, some sort of resonance with with fans or with listeners or with friends. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the the sad truth about about what I went through in my situation is that it's not uncommon. Like marriages fall apart for one reason or another, and I have I have definitely built relationships with people. Um, through through that experience and what's been what's been beautiful about having the the medium that i've been given of being able to convey it through art and through music is that for for people who go through who don't who don't really understand how it how it even feels to them like they're still walking through like this is really confusing i don't like they don't even know how they feel emotionally Mm -hmm. i've i've been able to um like play different shows or whatever and play my bare heart stuff as well as some covers but like play my bare heart stuff people have actually come up to me they're like i had like i went through the same thing um i had i had no idea what it really felt like but your like your music helped me kind of process some of it so yeah that every every scar is a bridge to someone's broken heart like that's that that is essentially like bear heart. Yeah, like yeah. Bearing, bearing my heart, no matter what emotion that is, to connect with people and help them even connect with themselves. Yeah. So some people, some people really have a hard time even connecting with their own emotions. Mm-hmm. So I get to, I get the opportunity for that like one or two people who even listen or even come to my sets or whatever Mm -hmm. that's one or two people who are probably walking through something really hard that they're still processing and i get to i get to help in some way because like when i first started doing when i first started performing bare heart stuff it was hard Mm. because i was i was like reliving a lot of what i went through yeah and and so my buddy josh from uh honey gold he and I had a really good conversation where he was like, if he's like, if you can't step out of yourself and think about performing for like other people and like this, this is your story, but it's to help others. He's like, then maybe just release the songs and never play them again. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Because it would, it would really like, like the first couple of times that I played my bare heart songs, it, it kind of like sent me into like kind of some like short seasons of depression. Like I would go through like mm-hmm. a 24 hour or 48 hour, like having to remind myself, like, no, you're, you're not going through that. You went through it. You're okay. Everything's fine. And so talking to him really helped me be able to like 
okay, this is this is my experience, but I'm going to perform it as if it is somebody yeah. else's story. Like being yeah, able to differentiate sure. and separate. processing it in the night for those of you yeah. who are listening and tune into this so tyler it's like what time is it at 5 30 in the morning yeah yeah and you, I, was i right at the beginning you're in dallas fort worth yeah like this weekend i'm in san antonio okay um, for, a, for a buddy's wedding cool but um but yeah like i yeah i live in the dallas fort worth area yeah, we're saying before the podcast started, you know, I'm here in Perth, Western Australia. It's 7.30 at night. Joel, Joel, you're in Wellington, New Zealand. Yeah, it's like 12.28 in the morning, I should say. Yeah, <laughs> so I think we've done pretty well even make this happen. It's great. Well, we'll go to we'll go to towards least of these if that's if that's cool with you, Tyler. Bring it. Awesome. Hey, so Joel, Joel and I have been big fans back in the day. Joel actually uncovered you guys um, a long time. We're talking like eight years ago. I remember Joel forwarded on to me um, your uh, debut EP on Come and Live, so More oh, yeah. Conquerors, and yes. um, we were we were jamming that. I'm like, oh, this is sick. This draws on like a lot of the stuff that we enjoy. You know, My Epic, Thrice, you know. Yeah. Um, that's what we were sort of thinking at the time. We were like, oh, this is dope. Um, and so we've been, you know, we've been listening to you, tuning into you guys for the whole time. We've supported, both of us have su- supported Kickstarters um, for oh, albums that you've done and things like that. So it's pretty cool to be able to even, you know, have you have you here on the on the on the program and be able to talk about things. Um, but so you took a bit of a break from the band. Um, you were there for is it the debut AP uh, EP More Than Conquerors and, and Change Will Come, and then you stepped back after that, or were you also there for Mirror Image? So I was there for for the first three. So I was okay. there for More Than Conquerors, Change Will Come, and Mirror Image. Okay. And then I stepped away and they released the Wolves EP. Yes. Um, which, yeah, that that's when Eric and Ryan joined. And they they helped write the Wolves EP. Okay. Yeah, I was I was involved I was involved with the first three. Okay. Awesome. So you know, um, what's your favorite least of these song to play uh, live? Probably been a while since you've been doing that COVID and all that sort of stuff. And mm-hmm. I wonder which song, if any, or maybe a variety of songs, hold the most sort of meaning to you. Oh man, 
favorite song to play live? I love playing. Um, I love playing Broken Record. That one's always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I love playing Bearing In and Out. Love that one. And I love playing Too Much Makeup. That's that's. I was trying to remember the name of it. I was like, it has to do with the face. But yeah, uh, Too Much Makeup is a lot of fun to play too. Um, oh, and uh, Dealing at the Crossroads. That one's that one's that one's a banger for sure. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, we we played we played that song every every night on the road, yeah. and yeah, I I'm I miss playing. Of all the songs that I miss playing, I miss playing that one. You know, now that you say it, I actually think I've got an old because Joe and I are both BMX. We've been doing it since we we're like teenagers in high school because we know each other from from high school. Um, okay. And I've got, a, I'm pretty sure I've got a, an upload, a BMX edit on uh, YouTube somewhere, which has uh, least of these, your, sa- your track Sailor on some, underneath some BMX riding. I'll see if I can dig that up and I'll send it to you afterwards. Yes, yes. I would yeah. love that. Yeah. And the, I mean, I'm sure the guys would love that too. Yeah. Hey, and you know what was crazy is, um, so we, we obviously sent out the interview questions to you and we were asking you to choose uh, a least of these songs and we're, we're going to play Bearing In and Out soon. But um, crazy thing is, before you even messaged me back with your choice, I was, I was and I'm not even sure why, because I haven't listened to the album for about three months. Like, I went yeah. for a run and listened to Change Will Come. But I was actually singing the chorus of that on the toilet. And then about two hours later, you texted me and said, I'm choosing bearing in and out. I'm like, what? What? What's up, man? <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> oh man, I love that. That's so rad. Yeah. So, um, I think continuing on with some change will come questions. We got uh, one here about what the whole album is sort of trying to encapsulate. Is it? Is it sort of your faith or your struggles or anything like that? Um, because there's are there are quite a few theological and spiritual truths running through there. And by the way, mm. also we love the Levi the Poet feature from the opener as well. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we were we we had just finished a tour with him, and we were like, "Hey, do you want to like help us out with a song, maybe?" And <laughs> and so like so we sent him we sent him the track. He. I think he did like a he recorded it like a voice memo on his phone and sent it to our uh, engineer, our buddy Zach, because Levi Levi lives lives in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and, and we're in Texas, so it's like we just threw everything back and forth, and we finally we finally landed on something, and then our our buddy Zach Kirkendall put everything together. But I think as I think as far as like change will come goes. Um, it really is a lot of like my faith story and everybody else's too. Um, Cause we all kind of contributed to every, we would try to contribute to every aspect of uh, the writing process. So I wrote, I, I wrote a few of the songs and then Johnny wrote um, a few of the other songs. So like we kind of took turns. And so it's kind of a, it's kind of a conglomeration of like his faith story and my faith story and mm-hmm like just kind of different aspects of that dealing at the crossroads being that like kind of just like a 
overarching story about like like a man who is given like two choices of like like meeting with the devil or meeting with God and like what's going mm-hmm. on there. Um, and then like Broken Record is my and I, I won't go through all the songs. I'll just pick, I'm just picking a couple. So like Broken Record is yeah, like go for it, go for it. Like yeah, Broken Record is my story of like going experiencing like different like demonic attacks and attacks from the enemy and things like that in my life. And and we also have a music video out for that. So if you're listening, go look up Least of These Broken Record and you'll see that story as well, which I love that. And then bearing in and out, like I said before, like my, my story about struggling with addiction and um, when, when seeing still isn't believing though, that one... That one always, always hits me different because it's about my, it's about my struggles with like doubting God and like doubting my faith and like imagining if I was there with like sitting with the disciples and just like, just asking them those questions. Like, what was it like when you watched, when you watched him die? Mm-hmm. How did you, how do you, how do you still doubt god when you were like when you were there with him and then even like what was it like when you watched him rise you doubt and you saw it like i doubt and i didn't even see it like and so like that one i remember i remember the first time i heard the full like the final mix of uh, when seeing still isn't believing, I remember when I first heard that. I remember exactly where I was. I was in this pizza shop, um, in in Denton, like right next to the college that I was going to, and I was sitting there with my girlfriend who became my wife, and like I cried when I first heard it. I was like, "Holy crap, this is like." And there weren't there weren't lyric there weren't vocals on it yet or anything, and it was just the instrumentation. And like I cried because I was like. This feels like that's what that song is about. Mm. And, and like it, yeah, it, it, I love listening to that song even to this day. Like some days I'll go through, um, what I, what I call my, uh, my selfish binge where I just listen to everything that I've written before. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'll like, I'll go through all like Lisa Lee's stuff. I'll listen, I'll listen to bare heart music again. And it's like, Huh. I actually I actually was a part of some pretty cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. Now I I reckon thanks to that insight on change will come by the way. That's that's really that's really cool to hear and appreciate those um it's some stories there from your experience and writing with Johnny and things like that yeah. cuz that's a that's a special album to me personally and I still think you know it holds up strong um front to back. That album to me um, doesn't have a have a weak song on it, and I um, especially love and resonate with your with your lyricism, Tyler.
humor me for a moment. So it's the year where everyone's allowed to travel around the world wherever they want, whenever <laughs> they want. And Tyler, a wealthy investor, has given you enough money to tour Australia with three other bands. Who do you take with you? Uh, if we got to tour with Thrice, yes. My Epic, oh. and Ad Cities Burn. Yes. Oh, that is... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, fun... Fun little tidbit. Um, mm -hmm. Back when back when Come and Live was still I, I mean, Come and Live is still around, but like yeah, in there, changed a little bit. Yeah, back in back in their heyday when like Ascend the Hill was still going strong and the Ember yep. Days and every and all those guys. Um, so this was like year 2012. We actually almost did a tour through New Zealand. Yeah, because Ascend the Hill came that year, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, we almost we almost tagged along on a tour with them because there was there was somebody in a church who was trying to get the funds to like to bring us over so that we could do like a three week tour. And so your like when I read your scenario, I was like. <laughs> Was was Joel the guy? <laughs> <laughs> but um, he is neither a wealthy nor an investor, so no. <laughs> but like, yeah, we, we we were gonna we were gonna do this like three week long um, like churches like hit all these different churches in the area. Yes. And we were we were we were like two months out from like going. And the the funds fell through. Bummer. I've been wanting I've been wanting to come to New Zealand um, for a very long time, and and maybe like maybe even like make up my own tour, just like find different coffee shops. It's like, yeah, I mean, technically I'm on tour because I don't live here. So <laughs> <laughs> any really any musical anything that I do somewhere else i just say that i'm on tour <laughs> yeah and you can be like i've made it i'm touring new zealand oh that is so good but i tell you what so like thrice my epic as cities burn are like some of the top you know some of my top favorite bands within this within the heavy music scene oh yeah oh, that would be an amazing tour with you and least of these we'll, we'll chuck least of these in there too in bear heart yeah because thrice has come here to australia but as cities burn no yeah and my epic you know i love my epic but a lot of the face down bands just don't have the funds and the yeah. um, following you know unless you're probably like maybe impending doom hey here's here's a crazy one for you that i heard this week so cody from as cities burn and back in like 2005 2006 apparently as cities burn were kind of on the rocks a little bit at that point he was actually like very close, like this close to joining the band, the receiving end of Sirens. Really? Yeah. Apparently he even had like, they had some song ideas with his vocals lined up for that, but it never eventuated, of course. What? How crazy is that? I heard that on the labeled podcast Facebook group. Um, all right. So I'm not sure how much longer you need, Chris. Yeah, we've got a little, we've got a bit, bit more time left. Eh? It's coming coming close to the end. Maybe we can go to that uh, the the question about uh, yeah, the what about sick heart? 
So, because both Joel and I are huge fans, Tyler, of um, Least of These, Mouth of the South. Oh, yeah. Rubble Choir. And Rubble Choir. Yeah. Okay. And we were stoked to see that, uh, you know, the feature spot that you had on Josiah Lyle, who was the lead singer of Mouth of the South and Rubble Choir, um, his new project, Sick Heart. Um, and to hear you singing, singing, you know, the, the chorus on that, and that is such a sick track. Um, but how did that come together? Have you guys been friends for a while or, you know, what's, yeah. how did that sort of come together? Yeah. So, um, Josiah and I, uh, he, he and I have been friends for a, a few years. Um, we first met at Cornerstone 2012, um, and just like, just kind of connected, I guess, like he would. We would go watch their set. They would come watch our set. And um, eventually we lived in the same city for a long time. And um, like my my ex-wife helped plan his wedding. Um, wow. And so like we were like we were all like super tight. And. And I, and I remember when I first told him about my, like, I would, I would send him like different, like him and his wife, Jordan, I would send them different tracks of like my bear heart stuff, but I hadn't called it bear heart yet. Mm-hmm. And I eventually told him like, so I'm like, I sent him the, um, like the font for bear heart that my yep. that a buddy of mine made. And he texted me back. He's like, I'm so pissed because I want to call. He's like, I want to call my solo stuff Sick Heart. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you can still do that. And then mm-hmm. we can go on tour together. And mm-hmm. <laughs> we can just call it the like the tour of two hearts or whatever. Yeah, heart to heart. Heart to heart, heart conversations. To- oh. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, like. He, he and I have, have been have been close for a while. And so whenever he started working on Sick Heart stuff, he asked me to come, um, like, help out with some vocal ideas for a couple songs. Um, so this this first one was um, was one that we spent the most time on. But there will be there will be another one eventually at some point. Yes. Um. Cause he's, cause he's trying, he wants to do like the slow track of like, put out a single here, put out a single there. He just released another one not long ago. Um, yeah. Lament. Good track too. But, but yeah, like I, anytime that I can, um, I try to make myself available for, for really like any vocal opportunity. Um, especially for him, like for, for his stuff, I'll do it at the drop of the drop of a hat. All right. So. I think um, we're probably going to wrap it up there and ask you for any final words that you want to, you know, say to people, any ways we can support you, where people can find your material, that sort of thing. Um, so everybody listening, thanks for tuning in. Um, thank you guys here at Eclectic for having me. I really do, like, I really do appreciate it. For anybody who wants to look up least of these stuff, you can find least of these on any mainstream streaming source. You can also look up some of our music videos on YouTube. For Bearheart, you can look me up on um, social media at Bearheart Music. You can find me on iTunes, Spotify, 
And I also have a music video as well. Hey. So there you go. So yeah, like thanks for thanks for caring, thanks for sharing, thanks for tuning in. Um and stay tuned because there may or may not be some new least of these stuff coming soon. Right. Super don't, cool. But don't don't uh don't tell anybody yet because mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Cause because we we have a couple of kinks to, to work out, but Johnny and Johnny and I have we might have a song ready soon. Sick. Well, so, keep our we'll keep our eyes peeled for that one. It's funny you say that though, because it, it was either on the least of these Facebook page or Instagram that had a, a post from September saying something about new music anyway. So, um, uh-huh. I can't remember which one it was, but I was like, hey, that's pretty cool. More music coming yeah. from least of these. Yeah. So the the crew who was responsible for change will come and mirror image. So me, Johnny, TJ, and Chase, um, the four of us are collaborating again. So if you like those two records, um, I definitely think you'll, you'll like the next couple of singles that we put out. Uh, uh, absolutely. We're looking forward to hearing at least of these. We're looking forward to hearing that Sakite song that you're the, the, the second one that you're talking about that features yeah. your vocals on there. And looking to hear forward to hearing some uh, some bear heart material with new new uh, songs ever materialized. So we'll be sure to yeah. put all those links in our show notes too, Tyler. So anybody who's listening into this can access those things easily. Um, and hey, just from us, thank you so much for joining us on the Eclectic for episode forty-two. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the program, um, and we just wish you every blessing in uh, in moving forward, not just with your music, but also with your with your work. And yeah. your counseling studies, if that materializes, if that goes forward. So yeah. just want to say, yeah, again, thanks so much for coming on. We really we had a blast. It's been great. Yeah. Thank, I mean, again, thanks for having me. Um, it's been it's been awesome to kind of dig back into some of those, like, some of those memories and kind of feel all, like, feel it all again. Like, it, it was it was refreshing. So thanks for Thanks for having me. I, like I like seriously, I could not sleep because I've just been so like, I've been so. <laughs> That's awesome. So. That's so uh, good. Yeah, seriously, it meant the like it meant the world to me to be able to do this. So thank yeah. you. Yeah. No, we've uh, we've appreciated it, and I'm sure our our listeners will also enjoy this uh, episode. So that's us from episode 42. Stay eclectic. God bless. Yeah.